I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psychax, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is virtue only makes you good. So today I'll be talking about virtue, what it can do, and just as important, what it can't. First, let me offer a definition. My definition of virtue is that it is a positive spiritual attribute. It is spiritual because if you use it, you have more of it as opposed to material, which if you use, you have less of. And it's positive because it's associated with what sustains life, as opposed to negative, which is associated with what destroys it. So that's my personal definition of virtue, a positive spiritual attribute. Now, a lot of people start out on the path of virtue when they're young, but most end up diverted from that path by the time they hit middle age. They may even grow suspicious or cynical of virtue over time, potentially considering it to be a naive pursuit for those who don't yet understand the way the world really works. Why is this transformation so common? I think that there are a number of factors in play. In the first place, almost everyone has to learn the hard way that things are not always what they seem to be, and that evil or sin typically does not have a grotesque visage and a threatening glare. Rather, these things are usually obscured beneath a cloak of light that allows them some measure of protection to continue to exist in the world. People who never fully recover from this deception often come to doubt the utility, if not the very existence, of goodness or virtue. However, there's another possible explanation that I want to focus on today, namely that this tendency toward cynicism is due to a misunderstanding about the nature of virtue and about what virtue can provide. And I think that if this misunderstanding were dispelled, more people might persist on the path of virtue longer, which is actually a very good thing. This is because it's one of the few goals in life that is inherently fulfilling, and that because progress here is associated with some very significant positives, which I will explain later in this episode. So I do believe that it is important to cultivate virtue. But here's the thing. It turns out that virtue can only make you good. And you might think, well, what's the problem with that, Orion? Well, the problem is that most people don't want to be good. Most people want to be liked or to be rich or to be successful or to be beautiful or to be funny or to be famous or to be strong, etc. And they inappropriately expect that being good will get them these other things. Just like in the fairy tale, the good guy wins. So they think that being good will help them achieve romantic success or become rich and prosperous or even earn them protection from adversity through some sort of divine intervention. And for better or for worse, none of these things are true. Like good people often don't get the girl and good people's businesses fail and good people get cancer. Like being virtuous doesn't get you anything outside of itself, which is one of the underappreciated meanings in the adage, virtue is its own reward. It's like, yeah, because you don't get anything else from it, you dumb dumb. And 
eventually what happens is that people reach some degree of awareness with respect to the limits of virtue. They realize that it doesn't pay their bills or get them laid or keep them safe or make them popular. And they think, well, what the fuck good is that? And the upshot is that people frustrated by virtue's inability to help them get what they actually want end up giving up on virtue in favor of other worldly pursuits. And that's because, again, virtue doesn't make you rich or earn you friends or get you laid. In fact, many virtuous people tend to be lonely and unsuccessful. Why? Because a lot of people dislike good people. The very existence of good people makes them feel bad about themselves, which is often why good people are shunned and persecuted. And this, of course, can cause good people over time to succumb to bitterness and resentment over others' unfair treatment of them. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message, because it's word-of-mouth referrals like this that really help to make the channel grow. You can also go to my website and donate to my cause in proportion to the value that you feel that you've derived from this episode. I rely on your support to keep all of this running, and I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Now, turning to worldly pursuits isn't necessarily a problem. Like, don't take your grocery list to the hardware store. If you want to get laid, don't learn virtue, learn game. If you want to make money, don't learn virtue, learn a valuable skill, etc. The problem here is not with virtue itself, but in expecting more from virtue than it can possibly deliver. That said, even though virtue can't provide the things that most people most want, it is still very useful to cultivate virtue for two important reasons. In the first place, virtue is important to cultivate because even though it can't reliably get you worldly goods, it can help you to keep them. Generals understand that there is little point in capturing a castle they cannot keep. Like, why go through the risk and expense of securing a positive if you cannot retain it long enough to provide you benefit? The same is true of the good things in life. If you're fortunate enough to find yourself rich in worldly goods, loving relationships, successful businesses, positive reputation, then you will need virtue to keep these worldly goods in your life. If you don't have some virtue already, you're going to fuck it up because you won't be able to handle your good fortune with prudence and dignity. For many people, the absolute worst thing that could possibly happen to them is to suddenly become rich and famous. Suddenly becoming rich and famous without virtue to temper the experience is more dangerous than heroin, and people die from this experience all the time. Their good fortune kills them. So unless you want to go through life avoiding worldly goods, and where's the sense in that, you need to find ways to sustainably enjoy them. And cultivating some degree of virtue enables you to retain the good things in life that you have succeeded in achieving through other means. And in the second place, virtue is important to cultivate because even though it can't guarantee a positive outcome, it can help you overcome the inevitable negative outcomes that you will experience in life. For example, when we have some measure of, say, patience, 
we don't have to work so hard to avoid being inconvenienced because we have the means of neutralizing the negative consequences of that inconvenience, namely patience. Or when we have some measure of, say, compassion, we don't have to work so hard to avoid being judged because we have the means of neutralizing the negative consequences of that judgment, namely compassion. The great thing about cultivating virtue is that those who have it no longer need to hope and pray for an easy life because they've since developed the means of dealing with whatever life is subject to throwing at them. And this might not make them rich or popular or attractive, but it might make them indestructible from fortunes good and bad. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.